Welcome back to the Mail Run. It's a, it's a fascinating story um, today. We, we have a horse racing who's probably not the best horse at Trentham today. Uh, Tony Allen will ride her. Tony Allen trains her. Her name is Perfect Posey. And Tony is a guy who's done it all, literally all. Some he wished he hadn't done and some he's glad he did do. He's going to join us on the phone in a sec. But just for those who can't remember this moment, because, man, it was a long time ago, but it was a very special time. Let's go back to the 1988 Melbourne Cup and hear Empire Rose winning it for New Zealand. 400 out, Orthal joined by Empire Rose. Now Bono getting up between horses. Apollo run, it's Candide. Balciano, Apollo run out wide is going up to join Empire Rose. Empire Rose has kicked away in the cup from Apollo run. Now Bono, Natsky's flying out wide. Empire Rose in front. Natsky's got a challenge late. Empire Rose a length in front. Natsky trying to get to her. Empire Rose a half in front. Natsky won't make it. And the big man wins. Empire Rose beats Natsky. Remarkable, 35 years ago, as we say, a very good morning to Tony Allen. Tony, I'm sure you've heard that a thousand times. That must feel like several lifetimes ago. Good morning to you. Morning, Mick. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's a great um, memory, yeah. Just had to hang on to it that, that year and um, the timing. Been left in front and... Uh, the um the plan went to perfection really because no one knew how we were going to ride and and after the McKinnon Stakes that was only a fourth run in the Melbourne Cup and um she ran just midfield at Hastings third in the Harrow Cup and we were looking at um, running on for fourth in the McKinnon Stakes and the way she come out and, and won that we, we knew we were just right on target. Yeah, the previous year she had run second in the cup, so she had qualified and had enough weight for 88. Yeah, that was 87. And, um, yeah, she rocketed into favourite. And we rode it back just to run on that year, you know, thinking it was a bit thought for her. And, um, yeah, no one really knew our plan, how we were going to ride, and she drew 24, 22. So, um that was vital just to, she could just jump in and do three-quarter pace until she got a position. Mick, that was really, really the winning part of the race, which we talked about. Rory. How, how, old, he, how old were you then, Tony? Um, 21. Must have been a weird moment, like once it all had finished and you had all those cameras pointing in your face and you go back to the jockey's room and a whole lot of blocks, some of whom you wouldn't know, are shaking your hand. It must have been weird going out that night in Melbourne and, and being the guy who just won the Melbourne Cup when you were a 21-year-old kid from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, mate. Wish I um, sort of had a practice of doing it again like some of the other riders. And, uh, yeah, um, that year, when you do win it, you just go out for a celebration um, function you know, and I was signing autographs for mainly Americans. Yeah. But Mick, going back to that question, um, yeah, she just it just seemed like all the confidence was there and it just seemed like it was going to happen. And, you know, just with her her preparation and everything. She was um 
she was a better horse each year from a three-year-old to when she won the cup, a six-year-old. And, and believe it, she was a little bit fat the year before. We just had to rush her over there. And um, it was really just a team effort. We knew Laurie had a lot of confidence in his riders. I was lucky enough to ride for him. And, um, you know, he never worried about instruction. And if he had his horse right here on the day and... Um, you know, he um, he would keep you confident, and uh, you know that's a good part of it too. Tony, you what, know, the, what, what sort of mare yeah. was she, Tony? Like, she, she obviously she was massive, but was she a big, sweet girl to ride, or or like some of the good mares, did she have a bit of bitch in her? That's right, Mick. Um, um, she was very unique, you know, just the size of her. But she was they had had difficulties riding her. Like, and it was my job when I got to Laurie's, and um, she had a tie down on her, and believe it, you had to be quite soft on her. Yeah, yeah, for her to um, get along with. Yeah, she had that, but um, I'm sure, you know, the intelligence of the, of the horses, especially the system line, um, I believe I've got that as racehorses. Yeah, um <clears throat> And she had that, and um, but she had also had that competitiveness, you know. And she she um, <clears throat> was an international horse. Like the plane flight was just like a race for her, and she took it all. Why wouldn't she be six hundred and fifty kilos? <laughs> uh, race fit. <laughs> she was. She was a. She, she was as big as as they come. Tony, you had that amazing moment in your career, and, and obviously you're a very talented rider. No one's ever doubted that. And then things later, um, a little bit later on, started to go awry. And it, uh, this has been well documented. It's been written about in newspapers before. You struggled with addiction, and you um, you ended up with the demon of all demons, methamphetamine in your system. <clears throat> How did you end up the atone? And more importantly... How did you get back from it? Because a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's right. Um, I lost my parents when I was younger, you know, way back when I um, won the Melbourne Cup, and that that possibly didn't help. Well, I'd say it didn't help, just, um, you know, with direction and that. And um, anyway, you asked the question. Yeah, um, I wasn't caught or anything. Um, I... I called the detectives around and said I had a problem and I was going to go to Japan. I, I just, um, in respect to the Melbourne Cup, the racing industry, and um, most importantly, my children, Renee and Ben, That's a, that was the main reason I went away to Japan. A, a fellow jockey, a, a friend got me in and, um, yeah, I just decided to go. And then I once I settled in, I just... Um, Decided to get my children through schooling, which Tim, their mother, done a wonderful job. And that's when I, um, you know, I didn't actually have Facebook or internet or anything those first eight or so years, and then nine years, and then um, time goes quick when you're working all the time. Yeah, that's the routine of Japan, you know, and, um, and then I... I got in contact with a friend jockey and he he got me into Sydney so went there for a year and a half back here 
And um, I was all, always going to come back and achieve that 1,000 winners, mate. Yeah. It was 998, and uh, it was just when. And it, it was possibly too long. It's not easy when you get older. So um, I've been through the ups and downs, believe me. Yeah, I've got, it, I got um, going okay, and then, you know, unfortunately I had a fall, and that took nine months, and I got going okay. So that's that's a, that's the life of um, racing, really. Tone, how, how, did you, how did you get straight after battling those demons? How did you get your life back on track? Yeah, um, I sort of punished myself, like, you know, to work through it. And then... Um, where I was in, in the in the country of Japan, and you know, it, it certainly helps with horses when you when you're filling in time because they keep you busy. It's my passion in the industry, and um and um it took me a while to get off the drink actually, and um yeah, none of that was heard of up there, and um I believe it takes it just doesn't take six months a year. I believe it can take up to maybe five years. <laughs> You know, some people might think differently, but um, two years, five years, and, you know, it's been 17-odd years now. So, yeah, I'm, I can walk away from things and be proud of what I've achieved. It's certainly, um, I was the only one that could uh, solve this problem. Yeah. So well, I think um, going to Japan, definitely, definitely, you know, even though I missed out on winners and riding winners, um, you know, um, I think most importantly, um, you know, it's, it's done my soul good. Well, yeah. that's the most important thing, Tony. Now, you're back round horses. You've got perfect posy heading to, to Trentham today. Mm. Is, is it a case that, yeah. that the love's still there for the horse? And, and what's, what sort of horse, what sort of chance is yeah. your little girl today uh, lining up in the fourth at Trentham? Yeah, that's right, mate. Three years ago, I just decided to get a trainer's licence and um, I, I just thought that, uh, you know, I'll ride some work rather than the... because it's, it's quieting down a lot now from the industry, um, number of horses, and um, I decided to go out on my own. So I've been a few, a few horses, uh, you know, the, the lesser bred horses, but um, we don't stop here and we, we keep going, you know, and... Um, Talking to answering your question and a perfect posy, yeah. Um, I, I don't mind her today. Yeah, she's come up well. She's had um, she won a jump out. She won second in trial and and second in the jump out. So she's. I aimed at um, a fourteen hundred first up, and um, I think she's best when it's firm. So that's one thing I'm happy about. And um, she's actually uh. She's she's come up better than the the spring, and she's um, she's um six year old, but she's she's um more matured. Yeah. Well, Tony, it's great to hear that life's good for you now, and you're enjoying things. You're back in the saddle, and mate, it's been an amazing yep. ride you've been on. I just wanted to touch in with you today and have a chat, and mate, good luck today. Um, thank you for taking the yep, time to you. talk to us, and mate, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful time ahead. Yep. Merry Christmas and. Uh, Yes, my pleasure. It's Tony Allen, um, who won the Melbourne Cup in 1988. He's been through some tough times since, but he's back riding and training. Perfect posy race for today. We'll take our last break here on the Mail Run. On the other side of this, we'll talk to a young lady who yesterday got her first Group 1 and beat the big boys in doing so. Sarah O'Reilly after this break.